Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 27 of the book of Philippians. And we are concluding Philippians, reviewing it today. So as we finish it, let's ask a question. And that is, did we hit awe? Because that's what we asked for at the beginning. Why read Philippians? Why We're, we're here to see the face of God, um, or, or at least see his hand upon the lives of men, or in Philippians' case, in the minds of men. We'll get to that in a minute. So Philippians, uh, as I review it, is a book from a God who will not be stopped. Remember this, I am sure of this, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Christ Jesus. Uh, God is at work. He is not to be stopped. And, and Paul is sure that that process is going on in the Philippians. And so how is it going on? Paul says that he holds the Philippians in his heart. I, I used the, the picture of I love my dog, and if I drew a picture that my dog would be in my, in my heart. And Paul is describing a certain way of a certain mind conviction that has going to have a group of people within it. And then Philippians chapter 1 talks about all these bad circumstances. What has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. Well, what is he referring to? He's referring to the circumstance of him being in prison, which is a circumstance that he would not prefer. And so for all of us who are facing circumstances that we would not prefer, uh, illnesses and relational trouble and whatever, uh, he is calling them to be ready, ready for the day that this happens to us, maybe an injury, um, because it, this bad circumstances, served for Paul to increase his access and his influence, both with non-believers, but even here with the Philippians, which is primarily a, a believing group of people. Want to direct our attention to Philippians chapter 1, verse 20. It is my eager expectation and hope that I will not at all be ashamed, but with full courage, as now Christ will be honored in my body. He calls them to, to man up. He doesn't give up. Paul gets up. He mans up rather than runs out. This is a, a in, in reviewing Philippians. I was so impressed what a book of courage this is. And then he says, for me to live is Christ and the, to die is gain. So he's voting with this, this ultimate vote he gets regarding life or death. And frankly, he says that being here is my second choice. But I strongly desire to depart uh, and, and, to, and to be with Christ, which is, you know, he says this is it's far better to do that. And, and remember, everyone that we know, everyone that you know, everyone that you meet is going to live forever. Either you're going to live live here or you're going to live there. And when you live there, either you're with Christ in heaven or without Christ, presumably in hell. So he, he sets the main thing as I am shooting for that. I'm looking forward to that. But in the meantime, t things are tough here and I'm going to stay here. So big verse in Philippians 1.27, only let your manner of life be worthy, be worthy. 
so that whether I come and see you or whether I'm absent, I may hear of you that you are, here's the charge, standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving side by side for the faith of the gospel. Oh my goodness, what a great charge. One spirit. This is this is manning up in its in its ultimate form in life and death and effort and with one mind. Remember, Philippians is a book about setting your mind and setting your mind in this case together, uh, standing, striving side by spot by side. One spirit, one mind. Who with a group of people and and with Christ. So it, it's a similar attitude. Enduring suffering, enduring conflict, enduring opposition, and striving, you know, this work. Again, this this chapter one is all about difficult circumstances and manning up and having full courage and striving and setting your mind, you know, against, uh, against the tide. Being worthy, standing firm, bring it to completion, strive side by side, progress in the faith, uh, remain, be sure. Be partakers of grace with me and do it together. Speak without fear. All right. And so this is overwhelming. Then we get to chapter two. And so you kind of may ask, well, how am I going to do this? First of all, he says, be of the same mind because Christianity is not for sissies. That's why you're going to need to be standing shoulder to shoulder. And then with who? with people that hold you in their heart and people that you hold in their hearts. He describes us as people that are in my bowels, in my viscera. We'd say say that people that are in my heart. And that how are we going to do this? And here's the big, the nuclear power plant, I think, of, of Philippians, which is 2.5. Have this mind among yourselves, which is in Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking on the form of the servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God highly exalted him. So here's the nuclear power plant of the book of Philippians. How am I going to do this? How am I going to stand up under circumstances? How am I going to man up? How am I going to have full courage? Well, you're going to do it if you're going to have the mind of Christ. And what is that? Well, this is a mind of humility, of service, of sacrifice. This is the mind battle here. This is the rescue that Jesus does for us. I described it as uh, the ant uh, rescue. So we man up by by bowing down. We gain by giving up. We get by serving. We stand before God by standing with the people of God, by standing shoulder to shoulder, by striving side by side, by standing firm. And we start this process of of, of manning up and, and living the Christian life and walking in a manner worthy. How? We do it by Chapter 2, verse 5, by having the mind among us that is the same mind that is in Christ. Let's meditate on these things, and I'll see you tomorrow.